Right, welcome back to our second episode of Team Talk. Thanks to everyone for listening and commenting on the first video, on the first episode. Uh, means a lot, and hopefully we'll be able to continue this on with as many players as there exists in the grid community. Uh, so without further, introduce, uh, without further ado, I'll introduce my second guest, Rocket Punch. Welcome, hey. Rocket Punch. Hey, how's it going, Fitzies? Cheers for having me on. Really appreciate that. Yeah, happy to have you on. Happy to have you on Europe and Virginia's own. <laughs> the truth. The truth. Uh, Rocket Punch is a uh, very strong battle for the grid player. Currently the reigning champ of the European scene. Yeah. He's got a number of European tournaments off it, on, on his belt, so a lot of people are gunning for him right now. Yeah, I think it's uh, 13 so far, I think it is. 13 so far. Not all, on, not all on one streak, right? Though. No, no. I've, no okay. it's been, there's been a few moments where, like, obviously, because people like Valkyrie and Blue and yourself all come in and just absolutely stomp. Every now and then. Yeah. But obviously, consistency does pay off. And obviously, it pays off in your team as well, which I'm sure you've done. I know you've put a fair amount of thought into. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing my current team my main team is actually i only have one character on there that i've been playing since i first started grid which is draken yeah. my current team is um draken scorpina and adam when he's fixed um <laughs> yeah, yeah soon tm yeah i mean so i've been switching back and going back to the rj every now and then as well because he's also just a comfort pick but um at the minute yeah it's just draken scorpina rj um yeah adam sorry how long have you been playing the game for um, since last, since September last year, so just a little bit over a year now. Um, yeah, yeah, we were just chatting, chatting, uh, just chatting before the uh, episode, weren't we, about how it's strange how time has flown with uh, online events. It's been crazy, like, it doesn't feel like it's been a year, honestly, it feels like I've been playing the game a few months, because yeah. it's just, you don't get bored of Grid, there's always something new to do and always some more fun to be had with the game. Yeah. Absolutely, it's one of those games where you can just sort of dig and find a ton yeah. of fun. Like, I'll, I'm forever thankful to um, Falcon as well, who actually told me to buy the game on a whim. He was like, yeah, you should buy this game, it's really good. And I was like, mm. And then I bought it, and about a month later I went, oh, I've dumped 200 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Shout-out to Falcon. Shout-out to yeah. Falcon. The boy. So your current team, uh, well, currently fluctuating between Adam and RJ because of current issues with a game, but uh, so Adam slash RJ, Drac, and Scorpina, how did you end up settling on the team? What so, was your sort of uh, process for a grid? So when I first started grid, when I first started, I literally looked at the characters and went, oh, which one looks cool? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> I stumbled across Drac and I was like, hang on a minute, why is he wearing, like, if you know anything about Power Rangers, like, why is he wearing armor that's similar to Tommy? And then I went, I delved into the comics and everything that I wasn't like, you know what, he's actually a really cool character, I'll stick with him. Yeah. And the reason I ended up sticking with him in the long run is because he's very much a player-expressive character. Like, you can tell the difference between two different Draken players, like night and day, because his playstyle is so unique to each player. There's those options for your teams. I feel like he's like one of the best characters for me personally to build a team around. So when I went around to build the team, I went, right, so who'd work well with Draken? He's got a teleport, so some kind of assist what can cover him full screen would be useful. And at the time I was playing... Who was I playing? I was playing Tommy to begin with. I was, yeah. I was playing Tommy, Drac, and RJ, and Tommy had the, uh, obviously, his assist dive kick. So I was using that with cross-up teleports, and then Scorpina came out, and, well, pre-patch Scorpina was, 
was a character. <laughs> so, yeah, for those for those watching who've only recently gotten to go to Peepat Scorpina, hasn't changed much from what she is now, but she had what, an unblockable incoming yep. setup, well, and uh, her assist, uh, the assist didn't go away when she got hit, so you could just simply call the assist and yeah. be safe with everything. Yeah, so I used to abuse like the Draken 6 SS, the teleport, while calling Scorpina, because Scorpina couldn't be punished. And if they tried to punish the Scorpion, I'd get a free hit with Draken and it'd just lead into a combo. Um, but yeah, with Scorpina especially, like Draken makes an amazing battery for my team. Like his BMBs on average build about two bars. And if you've got Scorpina up, or um, if RJ's on the team as well, if you've got either of them up, normally you can get a kill from it. Because obviously okay. Draken doesn't contain a restand in his in his kit or a wall bounce other than his EX. So you've got the, after you've used your EX at the end of a Draken combo, if you want to kill, you've got, for example, Scorpina, you can tag into her, 5H, use the restand with the Nox Mine into the 4S restand, and you can kill from there. And still yeah, because Scorpina works really nicely as a damage engine, doesn't she? Cause yeah. She has a couple of states that just pile on damage. Yeah, if she touches you, you're you're 99% dead. She's her TOD's like she's incredibly strong in the sense of the fact that she doesn't really need the meter to kill that much. I mean, you need one bar, that's it. Um, from there, you can pretty much kill from any touch as long as you've actually got the hit. Really, the tricky yeah. bit, the tricky bit about Scorpina is remembering what states you've actually used, especially with the Nox Mine. Because if you forget you use the Nox Mine, you kind of put yourself in a bad situation. And I remember, I remember your teams always fluctuated a little bit. I remember you messing around a bit with Ryu when he came out. Yeah, I messed around with Ryu. Um, yet again, he was another character where his assist was just amazing for Draken pressure. Because um, obviously, I want what I want is I want Draken to be in your face, and then from there, not being able to get Draken off your face. Um, yeah, basically trying to abuse his hitboxes with two M as well. Two <laughs> M is a that's a button. Two. 2M is a move that has struck fear into the hearts of many a European player. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff can hit full screen, I swear, sometimes. <laughs> the disjoint is fairly incredible. It's um, The best way to describe it is if you look on training mode, if you ever go on training mode with Drachen, obviously you've got the little squares on the floor. It's yeah. actually it's quite useful in a match as well if you're using training mode. Because if you look at Drachen, you can look... One and, a, um, one and a half squares ahead of Draken, and that's the range of his 2M. So you can actually use the squares as, rather than like where your character's actually at. Which is what I end up using a lot in the corner, because if I'm too far away after a push block, if I use 2M, I'm as good as dead. <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, that's the careful thing about my team. Like, a lot of my team is very easily punished off a push block as well. Um, you look at Draken... Oh, if yeah, you, absolutely. If, you, if Draken whiffs that 5H, he's as good as dead. Scorpina, if you miss your Kara throw and get push blocked, you're pretty much gone. And the same with, um, thanks to you, no doubt, I found out the hard way, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times right. I've been clipped in the head by a Z5H is unreal. <laughs> Z, Z is the character if you want, like, brain dead push block punishes. It's so good, though. So good. It's very baitable, but it's also very fun. Oh, yeah, like. I don't think I've ever used it, but you've got that mind game with RJ specifically. Like, you can purposely get yourself push blocked, and if you want to go for a cheeky punish, um, 
even if you whiff the first hit of 5H, you can do the second follow-up of H, which is super armoured. So sometimes you can get a cheeky punish if people get too used to push blocking you and you can hit them with the super armour. Yeah, the super armour on that very rarely comes up, but when it does, I'm, I remember massive salt loot. Yeah. Everyone forgets. Everyone, Everyone honestly forgets. forgets. I, I had, I remember like, I think it was not the last Ranger Rumble, the Ranger Rumble before that, I did it to Blue and he was like, wait, RJ has super armour? <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea, bless him. Naturally. Naturally, yeah. You yeah. just get sort of occasional knowledge checks in grid sometimes. Oh yeah, I mean, I've got to admit, it happens to me the best of the time. I, I get clipped by near enough everything and anything because the tricky thing with my team is I like to be aggressive. And yeah. obviously you have to try and balance that aggression out in grid sometimes. Because so if you're too aggressive and like, for example, say for example, I do a reset with Draken where I don't need to reset. I'm just trying to be greedy and ha keep the resources. Mm -hmm. um, if I get, if I miss the meaty, that's just an EX to the face. So yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, I've received an EX to the face many times for being greedy. <laughs> These are the lessons you must learn. Um, but yes, yeah, so you've kind of you've kind of flitted between Ryu and RJ. I feel, I feel in, uh, in sort of the last patch you flitted between the two a little bit. Mm. Um, but now you seem to have like as as long as you're able to play him, you've seemed to have solidly settled on Adam. What's it been like uh, picking up Adam? Oh, he's been great fun. Honestly, he's been one of the most fun characters I've played since starting Grid. Um, yet again, it's player expression, especially with his install. Like, there's so many routes to go down. There's so many potential plans, and it's the mix as well. Like the incoming mix with him and Draken work really well. Um, so one of the mixes I like to do, for example, say if I get a kill and Draken's out, I can meet either incoming with the 4S. So even if the 4S is blocked, I can then call in the Adam who's coming in overhead for another, and which, depending on how they push block and how late they push block, it can be an ambiguous left-right overhead. Um, <laughs> and on top of that, even if, the, if they don't block the 4S, so if I catch them pressing a button, that's fine, because Adam assist will whiff, and I'll get a full combo off Draken, and then I can just tag into Scorpina and kill that way. Not bad. So the options are there, I sent in like I've got multiple ways to kill off of an incoming. Um so I don't really have to be too technical with it. Sometimes simplicity really is best. Yeah, I mean that's that's always a really good message. Uh, being able just to simplify down when you need to. Yeah, I mean my most of my resets with Draken, for example, and just Generally a 50-50, am I going to go low or am I going to go for the throw? That's actually bad. That does bring up a viewer submitted a question we had. Krim did ask, as a question, low or throw? Um, Which is it going to be? 99% <laughs> of the time, it's going to be a low. But then every now and then, <laughs> I like to throw in that cheeky throw just to throw people off. I've been, experiment yeah. I've been experimenting with like the whole cross-under side swap. Because... That can sometimes throw people off as well. The tricky thing with Draken is you have to do it right, because if not, Draken just turns 180, faces the wrong way, 2M's the complete wrong direction, and it's just like, oh, hit me in the back, please. Yeah, you've got to be very careful of what your character can do. Oh, yeah. In those circumstances, because grid can be a little janky sometimes, and you've got to learn to deal with that. Oh, yeah, but that's also one of the things that makes grid one of the most fun games to play. Oh, absolutely lean into the jank. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, point tray, eight and three matchup. <laughs> eight and three matchup, yeah. Best, best character in the game. Eight and three matchup against Adam. 
Eight and three matchup. It's 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 so good. Disclaimer: <laughs> the current views expressed by Rocket Punch and Footsies are not part of the wider Valve of Grid community. Do not take these words for granted. <laughs> Pie Trey, he's cool. <laughs> Trey is cool, and I think he's better than people give him credit for. Oh, hundred percent. On the whole. In in terms of grid, like it's night and day. Like you look at Trey and Trini, and then look at Jen. That is true. Jen, <laughs> Jen is a whole character. And that off. is. I mean, I did. Um, actually speaking, I did experiment with a pocket Jen for a little bit, didn't I? As well. You um, did as well. I remember Jen. 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 For anybody in the US who thinks, of course, you've got a pocket Jen. It's gonna. Uh, nobody in Europe plays Jen. We have one Jen player, and he doesn't really play that much anymore either. Exactly. If you ever want to beat an EU player, bust out a Gen. They will not have practiced against a Gen. Or a Lauren. Or a... Mm. Grim's playing Lauren now, at least. Yeah, and Valt plays Lauren as well. But before Valt that, we Lauren. literally had no Laurens. Like yeah, we, true. we had no Laurens in the unblock in the complete unblockable era. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Like, there, was, there was the era when Lauren could just solo a team. Just nobody in the EU played Lauren, so EU just happily went on. Yeah, we were having a whale of a time. <laughs> it was so fun, yeah. What are you playing? Patch. What are you playing? Nah, I'm playing Cat. Uh, Lauren? Yeah. Nah. Who? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> EU just didn't want to learn. No. I mean, that's, in terms of like, learning characters and stuff and, and power levels and stuff, for me personally, I just play characters I enjoy. More yeah. than more than power, it just so, it just so happens that I got extremely lucky that the characters I thoroughly enjoyed have so much synergy together. Yeah, but, that's always really good. Um, and that, that brings up another. Uh, so I've gotten a few viewer submitted questions for this episode. Right. I plan to continue that uh, as well for the future episodes. But uh, Grim uh, Grimbacore, our, our good friend Grimbacore, asked, "How is it you approach learning a new character when they strike your fancy?" So the way I approach learning a new character is. Um, the first thing I actually look at is the assist. Personally, I always I always sit there and go, "Does this assist benefit Draken and Scorpina?" Yeah, because they're firmly settled on those two, right? Yeah, they are my shell. It's always Draken first, Scorpina second, um, and then the third pick is like dependent on either what I'm feeling or sometimes even matchup. Like I'll play RJ into Eric instead. Like I'd much rather play RJ because I can just get around the projectile zoning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always look at the assists, see if they synergize with Draken, then I go, right, how does how does Draken synergize with them? Because Draken also has an amazing assist. Like yeah. his his assist it doesn't ant yeah, but it catches enough people out. It's such a good assist. Um and I look at how I can synergize them as a whole unit rather than just looking at the character individually. And from there, if if I find synergies and I like them and I want to keep playing them, I'll then work on them individually because I always like working on each character individually as well, just in case I don't have that character and that character's died and I don't have that as a fallback plan. Yeah. There's, there's been many times where I've been, oh, I won't bring Scorpina out because I want the assist, and I've been left with a solo Scorpina who, for the longest yeah. time, was my weakest solo character. Um, so from there, I kind of learnt to make sure you learn the character solo as well as as a team. That's always really important. Yeah. Um, so, like, when I went into Adam, because I'm talking about the most recent character, um, I started playing about with stuff. Um, didn't even bother with the install to begin with entirely. I just went, right, let's look at his normals. Let's see what combo synergies he has. Let's see if he needs a reset. Turns out he doesn't need a reset. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> 
Well, he can build two and a half bars by himself, so he can just put himself into install. I, th I think I find you can build infinite bars by himself. Well, yeah, there is that, but <laughs> can you call it infinite? Can you call it infinite bars when the character dies? <laughs> Theoretically, infinite bars. Yeah. Um, and then once I've got the game plan down, I'll go into training mode every now and then. Um, because I don't use training mode. I never used to use training mode a lot, as you probably know. Like, I'd come mm. into every tournament and go, oh, I've found something new. <laughs> so I used to Five do... minutes before the tournament. Yeah, I used to go into training mode, like, just before a tournament, just to practice. And I'd go, oh, look, I'll try this. Oh, it works. But I've been starting to use it more. And honestly, use training mode. It's so helpful. Um, but yeah, I'd then work on synergies basically from there. Um, so yeah. turns out, like, for example, with Adam... Either Adam can work solo, or I can tag into him from Draken, and then go into the install. Um, yeah. Or if I get the thing I struggle with most with Adam is now like the converting off the forward throws with the six SM. Yeah. Whereas through like doing a bunch of like experiments and stuff, I can TOD if I just tag into Scorpina now, who's yeah, fair enough. As you know, is also a damage engine. Yeah, <laughs> does crazy damage. Yeah. So essentially, my team just is running off. Draken, which is a fantastic battery, and then just two damage engines, really, now. Yeah, so so in terms of your general game plan, how, how do you say that works out? So, it depends entirely on what the opponent's person or character on point is, really. Um, one, of the fav one of my favourite things to do is just to back up, just plink dash back with Draken, since he's got a fantastic plink, and just chuck a 5S out and see their reaction. Because if I see that, if they're like, advancing to me or anything like that um, I can obviously tag out into Scorpion or Adam and anti-air them if they're jumping over the fireballs um, if they're not doing anything, if they're being defensive I can then call Scorpina and teleport in so they have to deal with a Draken teleport a Scorpina assist plus the orbs trailing across the floor uh, basically as much like visual noise across the floor if I'm going on the incoming or just def defensive anti-air really with Draken um, yeah, yeah, simple as that, really. Again, it's nothing too complicated, really. No, that's fair. Kind of reactive and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, Which is good. I feel, I feel like one thing I've noticed of you a lot of the time, though, you have a very strong game plan once you get going. Yeah. If that makes sense. Once as soon as like, you get you get momentum, you, you're, you're like, you have a very strong like sense of like how you do incomings, how you do yeah, I mean, keep the pressure up. Once I've got the hit, once I've got the first hit, that's where the like the step two of the game plan, so to speak, comes in. Um, so obviously, once Draken's got the hit, he is. If I don't have the Scorpion tag in available, he is a reset character at the end of the day. He can't kill by himself without unless he starts with two bars. So yeah. from there, it's a matter of like deciding where you want to mix, where you want to set the reset. Um, obviously, you've got the option of doing a mid-screen reset, which is an ambiguous side swap 50-50, which is guaranteed. You choose which side you want to come out. Um, or if you're in the if you're in the corner, you have got the the lower throw, the lower throw meme. Um, you can do the cross under, and you can do some weird janky stuff if people aren't expecting it. Like one of the ones I liked to do back in the day was after the hard knockdown, do the cross up JS and then six SM to cross under them into a reset. Um, it's just, he's got so many options for resets. It's just a matter of doing the correct one. I mean, he's even got some Trini specific resets as well, which I like to do. 
Oh, we all love Trini. <laughs> he's got um, he's got a Trini specific reset, which is an instant overhead with the jump medium, and if it lands, you can actually do. I've made, I can't get it perfect, but he does actually have a Trini infinite using yes. like, like Grim, jump Grim and, I, Grim, Grim and I were talking about this earlier about how Remy just learned it on stream. Yeah, um, I picked it up from him. Fuck a shout outs to Remy. Um, probably the person who inspired me the most for Draken as well. Like come, seeing him come in and invade the EU ranked servers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, he's where I learned a lot of like how to play neutral because obviously. If you look at him and look at me, we're both very quite aggressive players in terms of like neutral when we get the ball rolling. Um, but yeah, it's just a matter of once I've got that ball rolling, I want to look to get that reset. Um, it's just depending where you want to reset, really. It's like if I'm against someone like Zed, for example, I'm a bit hesitant to do the 2M reset because if I miss that 5H, I'm going to get a 5H slap to the face. Um, yeah, exactly. Another thing, when I was running RJ, I liked to... Um, I used to sometimes rock with RJ on point instead of Draken on point and do the whole, like, dash back, see what they're going to do, and while I'm waiting, charge Ignition Knuckle. Because Ignition yes, Knuckle... Yes, I, I remember um, you doing that choice specifically in, in tournaments sometimes against certain matchups. Yes. Um, there's certain characters I'll do that against just because... Um, high fireball priorities such as like Blue and Chun Li, their fireballs are so irritating to get around if you're not if you're not prepared for them because they're, they're slow moving and the pressure they provide. So having like an assist like the ignition knuckle on backup, they throw a projectile. You can throw the RJ assist out to hit them and go into a full combo. Yeah, um, I live and die by the ignition knuckle assist. I <laughs> I know I know having the 4S available for you for regular combos is like a really strong thing to have, but Ignition Knuckle just cuts through so much of the visual noise and the visual clutter on the screen. And I, I suppose in general, it's really important for your team because your team, as I'm guessing, is kind of very vulnerable to getting called out by projectiles. Yeah. Draken's got a startup on his teleport. Scorpina has a weird time getting in through yeah. projectiles, I find. Yeah, Scorpina has a really weird time struggle to getting in projectiles, although I have been experimenting with that recently, and I've just recently found out that a, you know, her weird Morrigan dash jump she's got. Yeah. You can do an instant JS and it'll actually delete a blue assist. Oh. Um, nice. Blue assist has got a lot of durability. Yeah, like it just eats blue assist. Um it still you still get blown up by Chun, but that's an EX, to be fair. Um, yeah, exactly. But having those options now is quite handy to know. But yet again, it's that game plan of if I didn't have the RJ there and I go to cancel out the blue assist, the blue fireball, well, the blue's just going to teleport above me and hit me into a full combo. Yeah. So having that ignition knuckle there to like get through it and actually like help with my weaknesses and my team. Because keep away is quite a struggle with my team, especially now with Scorpina changes to the assist. Yeah. Yeah. Back back in the day, I used to be able to throw a assist and go, ah, it's fine, it'll hit. <laughs> Can't do that so much anymore. So in terms of um, synergies, like, what sort of specific synergies have you discovered? Any, like, jank... You talked a little about, about some jank incoming stuff, uh, but I'm also kind of interested to know what sort of tag-out stuff you've got going as well, because I know you've got some silly things with Adam. Yeah, I've got some silly things with Adam, specifically with the boomerang. 
Um, so if you finish a combo like with the EX charged up on Scorpina, you can throw the boomerang out and tag into the um, the Adam because obviously he comes from the sky. Yeah. And depending on how they push block the um, blade as well, you can end up being a left-right mix for the J2M. Um, yeah, I. it's really jank, and it doesn't look like it should hit, but it does, because yeah. Adam has a really weird hitbox in his J2M. It hits behind him as well as in front of him. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, so even if they like manage to, they think they've gotten away, and they're like right up next to you, you'll still hit them when you're facing the wrong way. And you can just get into a full combo and kill from there. Um, the other one is if you do it in mid-screen, you can call Adam and do the um, the Shuriken teleport. So you can do 4SM into a teleport of either high or behind. If you time it correctly, this, the boomerang's then on its way back to you, going from the other side. And then just before the boomerang comes back to you, you can do 6SH again to swap sides to make the boomerang come back the other way again. Oh, boy. <laughs> That does sound pretty gnarly. Yeah, if you do it right as well, after after doing the 6SH, you've got the weird... Because it's a teleport, I'm sure you know from doing you it yourself. 4SH, 4SH, right? Pardon? 4SH, 4SH right? yes, that's yeah, the yeah. one, sorry. I know you know because teleports and stuff, you can do weird screen pulls. You can do some very weird things. Yeah, it works with, it works with Adam 4SH. Okay. So on an incoming, for example... If you're doing an incoming with and you got Adam on point, you can call similar to how Draken does it, where he, he jumps back one, then plinks forward, and they come in on the wrong side. Yeah. If you do that with Adam, instead of coming in on the wrong side, Adam, say for example, the enemies are coming in from the right, Adam will leave on the left and then come back on the left. That's pretty silly. <laughs> and now I'm now getting wall flashbacks to you doing that to me because I definitely remember that. <laughs> On some occasions. Yeah, like he'll leave one side and come back the exact same side, and, and then at the same time you can teleport through them with Draken. Hmm. So it leads to some really jank and weird situations. Um, as like quite a few people in the fighting community go, ah, block. <laughs> Math is for the blockers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at some point you just abdicate responsibility and it's up to your opponent to guess. Yeah, I mean, honest, half the time with Draken and Adam specifically, because they're both teleport characters, and they can abuse that screen pull sometimes, it's genuinely sometimes I don't know which way to block. Yeah. It's just a matter of, oh, it's hit, okay, here's a combo. <laughs> Here we go. So, with your team, what, what sort of weaknesses do you think you have there? When, when does it begin to start falling short? Um, for me, it's defensive options. Like, they don't have much in terms of decent defensive options when in the corner. So say, for example, I'm against um, a Chun-Li or a Jen. Draken's anti-air isn't quick enough on reaction. Even if you react fast enough, they'll still hit okay. you before it comes out. Um, that's in terms of what I've noticed. It might, just, it might be my old man reactions, but I'm just chalking it up to being too slow. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Draken does have some cheesy defensive options, like using the EX into super, even on block, which catches quite a few people out. Because people don't expect you to waste three bars on a blocked EX. <laughs> that, that, is, that is the old classic. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing that gets people people very annoyed, but gets you laughing. Hey, if it works, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, at the end of the day, I'm wasting three bars. If it lands, great. If it if it doesn't work, that's kind of my fault. But 
Mm. People don't expect you to just waste bar like that sometimes, so it does catch quite a few people off. Yeah. Um, just as yeah. long as you don't do it enough, it makes it predictable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my te- my team tends to lack defensive options um, when I'm in the corner, like when I'm under pressure, if I don't have the Zord counter available. Um, and also... Yeah. And also standing overheads. I don't have a standing overhead on my team, which makes it tricky no, yeah. for like for like unblockable resets and stuff like that. Um, I used to have it with RJ, but as the EU community know, especially um, especially Chobunzo as well, bless him. I never used to do the RJ optimal routes. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I suppose your options are. I guess you you do have options for like unblockable routes, but. You have to get a little bit esoteric. Yeah, I have to work for them a little bit more. Like, um, shout outs to Grim. He done a fantastic tutorial recently about literally um, about shout yeah, out <laughs> about unblockables with characters that don't have a standing overhead. And it was it's a fantastic tutorial on how to get into like that mindset because the superior reset is just too unblockable. Um, yeah. If you don't have like the damage engine, yeah, essentially, yeah. As long as you get it meaty enough, but. Yeah, f- defensive options in the corner is honestly my car- my team's biggest weakness because I've got the damage engines, I've got potential re- like reset mix. It's just they lack the standing overhead and the defensive options really, which I'm hoping, kind of hoping like maybe if when Poisandra's released, might have a pocket Poisandra and if she's got a standing overhead, oh. that'd be great. I was just about to ask if you had any plans for the future. I was thinking, actually, no, Rocket's not going to have any plans. He loves Adam, he loves Scorpina, he loves Draken. These are, it seems like a perfect fit. But yeah, I mean, but I, I do switch out every now and then. I do, I do have some pocket yeah. picks. I mean, I experimented with Cat for a little bit. That didn't last yeah. long. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll, Another tr- day. I'll definitely try Poisandra for sure. Because the way she, she looks like she's going to be quite a unique character to Grid. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for that as well. And I'm also super excited for Rita. Yes, yes. As am I. Yeah. But I say she's been described as kind of like a um, a projectile fighter who doesn't do the fighting herself, and it just gave me big Dormammu vibes. And I'm I'm very happy for that. I've I've got tag out stuff happening in my brain about what I can potentially do with her. I say you are the tag out mix king. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just press a button and go. I'm not going to have to deal with this anymore. You deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, again, going back to the uh, <laughs> the math is for blockers. Exactly, exactly. Just throw out things that the opponent has to deal with. Then it's up to them, and you can uh, and then you react to what they do to it. I mean, shout outs to the samurai sword elements. You have to hold that shit. <laughs> Let's be fair. Samurai sword is a terrible sword, but it is also very funny. It's gr- it's so good to watch though, especially yeah. with the elements coming out with like, say for example, what you do with Trey. Well, you got the um, the side swap mix. And you're like, oh, I don't know where to block. I never block that. That's because I, that, that, that's another case of uh, where I'm, I'm just like, I'm going to press jump S. And <laughs> you, you can hit a button or you can try and block. Well, <laughs> it's very much up to you. It's very much a turning off my brain and just hitting a button seven times in a row. I mean, even if you hit a button, you're getting hit by the elements anyway. <laughs> Buff Draken EX. You have to like hit an EX, yeah. Well, no, even then, um, that's, that's right, actually... Draken, Draken the X doesn't have invincibility. Yes, that's another thing through. I was going to talk about in terms of, like, come back to for weaknesses, actually, thinking about it. Draken the X especially doesn't have any, like, invulnerability. 
So say, for example, like you've got some gen projectiles out and you EX punish someone, you're still getting hit by those gen projectiles. Um, yeah, that's a rough rap. Yeah, Draken Super is also quite a weak one as well. It's got its issues. Um, yeah. It takes up a lot of time on like a combo meter and stuff if you start at the beginning. And also the fact that sometimes it will just randomly drop. So you have to be careful yeah. with it. Never do Draken Super in the corner. <laughs> this is a mistake I've seen many Draken players make, and it's even sadder to watch every time it happens. It's 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 depression, sadness. Honestly, it absolutely is. I've done it many times. Never super in the corner. No. But yeah, um, in terms of like weakness and stuff, I think that's pretty much it. Scorpion has got a fantastic like EX if you land it. Adam is Adam. RJ Adam is crazy. If I've got RJ on the team, I'd say like pressure weakness is a lot less because RJ okay. may have been nerfed, but he's still got good buttons. Yeah, like he can still contest. I mean, he's got a free frame two L, is it? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And his and his um his his anti air is also just very good. Yeah, well, it's a multi hitting anti air, isn't it? So yeah, I mean, speaking like anti airs as well. I suppose Adam's anti-air is pretty good as well. Um, I think, think in the tournament, I managed to anti-air a gold album to Adam 2H, actually. Oh, there you go. Um, I think that might have been me. I think it was, yeah. <laughs> um, that's another thing I need to experiment is with anti-airs with Adam. Obviously, when he came out and everyone found the install loops and the plink infinite loop, everyone just focused on that. And I did the same, admittedly, so I need to go and experiment a bit more with him in terms of, like, anti-air and neutral options, because I'd say that's my that's my own personal weakness so far, is Adam yeah, neutral. That makes sense. Again, not played him as much, so... No, unfortunately not. still to learn. Yeah. But again, next patch, hopefully you'll have plenty of time to do that. Yeah, I think he's on the team to stay, for sure. That's really good. It's always nice when you get a character you can just click with. So it's yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's as I said again before. Like, it's characters. Just I enjoy playing more than anything else. I mean, it's the reason why if you go back to previous ga other games, um, where I played like because I've been playing team fighters for the longest time. It's always been characters I enjoy, and I suppose I suppose that's actually a lot where my playstyle comes from in Grid as well. Yeah, I bet kind of thing sort of tracking over because you played. Uh, what, what did you play in Skullgirls? Uh, I played Valentine solo mostly, unless unless in a pinch I'd play Valentine Philia, because they had like they had a lot of like um I'd say unblockable. It's but there's not unblockables in Skullgirls really. It's more of like fuzzy mix. Yeah. Um, as well as like <sighs> just just you not not unblockables, but as as people call them, <laughs> you won't block these. Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> Uh, and then in like I played a lot of Marvel Three back in the day as well. I played quite an I played quite a um, reactive team in that as well. Like mm. I played a lot of Captain America stuff, so it's based on like reacting to what an opponent do. So like if they I suppose it's similar to RJ actually. If they throw out a projectile, I'd do a charging star similar to like a condition knuckle and stuff like that. So I suppose like depending on the games you play, it does cross over quite a lot. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So another one of one another reason why I like Draken so much is he kind of reminds me of Leo from Guilty Gear as well. <laughs> what just going under? Yeah, just a two 
a guy with two swords going ungabunga. This is fair. <laughs> That's a pretty good place to end it off as well. Just yeah. a guy with two swords going ungabunga. Um, but yeah, do you have anything, uh, as we kind of bring this to a close, do you have anything else that we've missed out that you'd like to add? Uh, not too much, not much really, other than, um, like Akara said, make sure you go check out Battle for the Beardies coming up soon. Um, Shout that out. And also, please, please, please check out the EU grid scene. We've got some absolute killers in the EU. Like, all the guys put in so much work into the game. Absolutely, yeah. There are some really good players. Um, players who I'm very happy to be able to shine a spotlight on. Um, speaking of, where can people find you if they want to find you? So, uh, if they want to find me, I'm normally on t- I'm on Twitter as at Rocket Punch, same as people see me around, dotting them out of the place. Um, and I also stream on Twitch. I stream Grid every Wednesday and do like open lobbies and stuff. Um, uh, and that's twitch.tv slash rocket underscore punch because can you believe it? Rocket Punch was already taken on Twitch. There you go. Can you believe? <laughs> I was well gutted at that. Such is the nature of things. Hey, you play at MMOs. You know the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get the same name in like five different spellings, just or like adding an umlaut or word just to get your name. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Great. Uh, but yeah, we'll probably close it off there. Thanks very much for coming on. Thanks very much for taking the time. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It means a lot. Yeah. Been a pleasure. Been a pleasure. And to everybody else, uh, we'll see you in the next episode. If you've got any questions to ask people to come on back by coming on the show. Uh, feel free to leave a question in the comments feel free to just send me a message on discord or on youtube with just a question you have about team building but we can maybe get a bit of a discussion going during the actual episode Uh, but yeah feel free to and yeah see you in the next episode